one two one two. You now rocking with the No Vultures podcast. You got me myself, Lord Rap. You got OG Cleet to my left. What up with it? And today we got a very 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 special guest. I'm sure that you have heard his tunes just about everywhere in any club you've never been. You know what I'm saying? He been doing this shit for a long time from the Bay and beyond. You know what I'm saying? We got Trackademics in this motherfucker. Yo, yo, what's up? What's, what's up with you, man? How you doing? Man, chilling, chilling. Chilling. Man, it's good to have you here, man. You know what I'm saying? When I found out we was going to have you, man, I was like, well, for to whom do we owe the pleasure, man? You know what I'm saying? Because uh, I've been listening to your shit. I've been paying attention. I really always like to put the person behind it, you know what I'm saying, right. and find out more. So uh, first things first, man, is uh, where you from? Man, I'm from Alameda, California. <laughs> Right across. Hey man, that ain't even too that ain't even too crazy because had my grandmom and them not got a house on a jug from somebody, my whole people probably would have been from over there coming from the Navy base. Right. You know what I mean? Over there from the South. But that's rare. You gotta (laughs) you know what I mean? It's rare. It's like it's a it's a couple superstars from Alabama. It is, 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 it is. So um where about in Alameda? Was you in them projects over there? Nah, nah. I was from. I went to Alameda, Alameda High. Oh, okay. On the on the east side. Okay. And my dad's family's from Alameda High, so my mom's from Virginia. Okay. Uh, but my dad, my dad was born and raised. He was born in Highland. Okay. He's Filipino. Okay. And we, my family, was like the first Filipino family. Uh, my, my mom black from from yeah from Virginia. So. Okay. So yeah, we've been. So been it was some. Here. It was so a nigga get some lumpia and dressing at the same time. The best. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so, like, when did you like in Alameda? You know, it's a uh, shit. Is Jason Kidd from Oakland or Alameda? Man, I'll say Alameda. Alameda is Oakland, right? We might as well just say that now. Yeah, he went to St. Joe's. Yeah, he went to St. Joe's. Yeah, yeah, Alameda. And but Dontrell Willis. Dontrell Willis. Yeah, shout out Dontrell Willis. But um, being over there in Alameda was um, like, what was the sound? Like, it's kind of a tad bit different because niggas was even scared to go over there. Like, I always ask niggas like, what was the soundtrack to your life and how did it look? Like, we had Brookfield Deuce just here and, you know, he talk about he wasn't particularly a street cat, but he'd look out from the playground and this people with Mustangs on gold was riding past and shit. Niggas would only go to Brown Brothers and, you know what I'm saying, and and try to get up out of there. You better not do 26 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put put the motherfucking weed out. I mean, it's basically sundown town. Yeah, yeah, yes. Alameda, uh, just, I mean, growing up out there, it's almost like, I mean, you know, music-wise, we got everything from radio and TV, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't right outside your door. Absolutely, You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of the stuff I would listen to while I was watching CMC growing up or watching, uh, you know, MTV, TV didn't have so many. Mm. Shirt on the wall. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it's funny, like, uh, we didn't have the box. Okay. <laughs> that, so it's a lot yeah. of things that... But ha- that nor, nor did Hayward. Right. Yeah, Hayward didn't have it either. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's crazy man. Because I remember, and, and yeah. also it was long distance. If you was calling from Hayward past Seminary, Seminary was the cutoff. 
That was long distance. That when your grandma be like, don't be calling them bitches. <laughs> oh my shit. That shit costs, bro. It's crazy though because motherfuckers in Florida and around the United States had the box. That's how the videos was able to get on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, my bad. I'm LD. In case the camera just think I'm just this nigga body. Yeah, yeah, so, 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 um, being out there, like trying to get into the culture and, 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 and adapting to the culture. How was that? Like, how was oh, that for man. you? I mean, I, you know, it's funny. Like, um, I feel like I, it, I had to choose, I had to choose rap music, you know, okay. I had to choose hip hop, I had to choose all that. Cause you know, I can miss it just being from where I'm from. Like. It's not. It wasn't. It wasn't the culture of where I'm from. I mean, it's the popular culture. Right. Like right. Anywhere. Right. Right. Like we gonna dance and turn up to it, but it's just not embodied. Like it's not a right. hood. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 Not affiliated with anything. So right. I mean, I've always been musically inclined. I played the saxophone when I was younger. Mm. Um, been in band. I was mm. in band from fourth to twelfth grade. Mm. Um, and then I joined. I think the thing that really changed my trajectory. Um, in getting into music was going to youth radio, which was in Berkeley at the time, and I met like all my partners. So uh, like, Wiz was teaching up there. Um, youth radio, man. Yeah. I think and my niece was a, like worked up there. Yeah. I know exactly what you talking Cliche? about. Cliche? No, your daughter no, worked me, there. My niece, no. Um, um, damn, we. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, anyway, yeah, my niece worked up there. And I'm, my, my brain just froze. Yeah, I mean, you, so Elena, Elena worked up there. Oh, Elena, what's, okay. What's Jeanette, Jeanette's daughter, yeah. Elena. Yeah. I, man, I might have been her boss. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. might have been her boss. That's my niece. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what's crazy about this motherfucker, right? I knew he was tight on the beat. I knew he could play the piano. He raw on the saxophone, but you know what this nigga really raw at? Yeah, here you go. Whistling. You know, what's crazy is when you're trying to find yourself in this music shit or just entertainment, period. It's like people always have shit in common. Like, people always trying to go to the hot spot. And just to right. bring him right back up, he just left Brookfield Deuces from Brookfield, where this hood is more cultured, right? But people in the hood don't fuck with you like that. Like, growing up in Oakland, like, being a rapper was kind of corny. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, niggas would, like, like really, like, 
The rapper yeah, wasn't the coolest nigga around. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? By, corny, by far. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. You just wasn't. Or a nigga would always be like, look, the rapping ass nigga. Yeah, or, or it was really cool, but it wasn't. Niggas just had that tad bit of hate in them. They didn't know because a nigga always say, he ain't doing what he say in them raps. Right. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're not the one getting the money. Like, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, but, yeah. when hip hop started, right? The dope dealers and the rappers. The rappers want to be like the dope dealers. Exactly. Now the dope dealers want to be, be like, like the, the rappers. rappers. Exactly. The whole paradigm. And happens. that's what I was yeah, about to say exactly. when I was saying with, with, with Brookfield Deuce is that uh, he said the same shit going to Berkeley. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, So obviously this is a common thing and y'all ain't the only two yeah. Bay Area rappers or East Bay rappers yeah. that I didn't heard or uh, music people that I didn't heard say that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because that was where the... the Especially in the nineties, where the record stores, that, was, yeah, it's where all the music was, it's where hip hop shows were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was just the epicenter of activity. No matter what kind of rap, you, mm-hmm. whether you were selling your CDs to Rasputin, and yeah, Lula, yeah, or you was going up there and people battling on the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and on top of that, mm-hmm. and on top of that, in the nineties, you got to look at like who was running the game and shit like that. It was a lot of heavy East Coast influence. Mm-hmm. You couldn't, Absolutely. You couldn't yeah. get just all of Oakland. I mean, all yeah. of the whole. Encompass of hip hop just in downtown Oakland. Mm-hmm. Now you had to have a Hauser motherfuckers. Back in the day, everybody was Hausers. Like Hausers. Is a Hauser. A big, big, with the big pants, and you know, you was either a Hauser or a Nubian, as what we called them. And yeah. they, and they, uh-huh. and they, and it was really a thing, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but, but when you, so when you got to Berkeley and you, like, was your, was you already making beats? Um, it's funny, I was making beats on whatever I could find, so I used this Casio keyboard I had, and I used, back then, Super Nintendo, I had Mario Paint, I was making beats on Mario Paint, I Damn. was karaoke machines, overdubbing tape to tape, Damn. you know, like, whatever, just trying to figure out, I'm like 14, trying to figure it That's out. That's some cold shit, I remember that paint shit, yeah. I remember that, yeah. Um, and then, uh, after meeting my homie Wiz, he was like, showed me, like, oh, this is an ASR 88. Or I mean ASR10, and I started using. They bought one. So y'all already doing all this shit before a Fruity Loops. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I so still, I still have my ASR. So so that's what that's what's that's what's important because I think that that's what like pivoted the game. I think when Fruity Loops came, it was like oh shit, mm-hmm. and then like of course Pro Tools, but you know yeah. prior to that, Nick, um, you know rappers. Back in the day, having reel to reels to dats, mm-hmm. and I remember some old school artists talking about having to wrap a fucking tape around the room just to get the motherfucker. I did that before. So you, I, I know how to do that where you cut the tape. Yeah, you splice it. Yeah, yeah. To make the instrumental. But like, Man. yeah, I mean, the barrier to entry is real. It's low. Yeah. Once, once, I, I was on Reason before that, but like you needed, Fruity Loops made it so that everyone can get it. You had Get it on any computer. Mm-hmm. And everyone can and niggas it. always had the hack version. I mean, the, yeah. the trial with the. You, That's true. Yeah. You know, I, when I when I switched over to Reason after years of uh, making beats, I had hack version up until maybe. Two years ago, mm. and that's a long time working mm. on hack, hack versions. Yeah, yeah. It's just easy to do. I'm working on a hack version of something right now. I don't know what. A few things. See what I'm saying? But, um, <laughs> but you know, but it's 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 how people get to it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it it's you about being happen. being ambitious and how bad do you really you want it? it right. You know I mean, what I'm saying? It, it's not even work. Like the way that I got into music and, and started making stuff and putting stuff out. It never felt like work back then because it's just like this is what I, it's just I wake up and I do this. I do this yeah, shit. You know? Yeah, and 
yeah, it becomes your whole personality. It becomes your whole, you know. And you have to love it. Yeah. You have to love it. It's and not. That's one of the first things I learned, like, far as to be successful. Whatever you do in life, you got to love what you're doing. You'll do it for free. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I do this shit all day for no money. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking and about that. off of it. I was talking about that shit because the purpose of life is, to, you know, because time is a uh, is space and shit like that. But being in your own dimension is not. You could put yeah. Michael Jordan. You could put Michael Jordan on motherfucking Mars, and he gonna do something that got something to do with basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you don't give a fuck about how long it takes, you just enjoying your motherfucking yeah. self. Yeah. It's kind of like going on a date with a chick. Have you ever been on a date with a chick that's getting on your motherfucking nerves? You be like. Man, when this motherfucker gonna be over? But you know, you gotta be at work at five o'clock in the morning. You trying to brush your ass off around seven, and it might stress eight thirty with that bra that you really like, nigga. You gotta be at five, nigga. You with her ass till about at least four or something like that. Man, I just go throw some water on my face and take my ass to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, you know what I want. <laughs> Hey, so, so, at this point, when you are exploring this shit, are you trying to, uh, now, really, who's the rappers on the scene that you just seeing? Oh, man, I mean, man, I, Bay Area rap is my favorite rap. Yeah. So, like, it's funny, it was, I mean, it's tons, so, like, the soundtrack of my high school is definitely three times crazy. Ooh. Like, absolutely, man. You know, favorite, and then, um, Mac Maul was one of my favorite rappers, yeah. Um, I wanted to be like JT, the bigger figure, because he was producing and rapping. Yeah. Um, let's see, who else? I mean, it's any delinquents. Uh, and that's just, yeah, it's just like real, like, oh, you know, I'm a fan. So, like, so you, kind of oh, man, you, you, you going oh, to the classics. So, <clears throat> so the shit that you like and grew up off of, is it the same is it the same shit that influences your production style? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like, one thing I learned is, like, one thing that I, I can say that I feel like I learned really well, and I do it in all types of music, whether I'm making dance music, whether I'm making rap music, is bass lines. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really feel like I learned, learned to make bass lines listening to, like, Kyrie, um, you know. Oh, you said like, Kyrie. Yeah, and like, well, that he, him more ooh, like arrangements and stuff like that. Or Tom Kyrie like, had some, some. I'm gonna keep yeah. it real with you. He had some Dr. Dre shit going on yeah, when bro. he did the uh, ap, not before the rompilation or was it after the rompilation? What was that? Yeah. Kyrie shit was called Black Elation. Black Elation. I loved that one. Raining game in California. Oh yeah. man, and w- it wasn't it a, a dope ass Mac Marlin on there too? Yeah, yeah, I, I can what it's called. I can, yeah, that shit. I gotta go. I'm about to listen to that tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But listening to that stuff definitely affected how I produce music. And at the same time, I was getting into East Coast rap because I wasn't into it at first. Um, and, and when I started getting into it, I started adding like the sample elements and like, okay, this is a drum break, and like understanding like you know the I guess the the more lauded like pr- uh, producer aspect yeah digging for records yeah and so but knowing how to like play the funk 
bass and the, the program drums. Yeah. When you put them both together, it, I feel like that. Yeah. I mean, that's always what I want to do. Is put all the I felt like that was, was always what separated us with the East Coast music. We always had a funky bass line. Yeah. I heard Raphael Sadiq say in an interview, um, mm-hmm. he said, just how y'all had MCs on the corner, we had bass players yeah. back in the day. Niggas, yeah. and to this day, when you people OG in a party chilling, nigga, he don't even know how to play. Niggas just be, you ever see OG, nigga? I, I know goddamn well you I don't think, play I the think, guitar. I think Raphael's a nigga's a uh, Casalier or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They did yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. They yeah. performed. Yeah, they performed uh, professional music in high school. In high school, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, what, what was it... Um, what was like the point, the turning point? Like, when were you able to get uh, someone notable in the studio with you to start working? The first, the first person who who took notice to anything I was doing. So it was around oh oh three, and uh, I had I had just graduated college. I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, okay, what am, what am I going to do? Um, and I went to this little. Um, I went to this little uh, showcase that I heard on KMU. They were like, it's going to be a New Bay showcase. It's funny, New Bay 03. Yeah, yeah, New Bay. New Bay showcase, (laughs) and it was going to have, they had EXK, Frontline, Balance, Jay Dandridge, and Mr. Fab. Okay. Everybody CD, but Fab and Roman called back. Mm. And he called me back, like, maybe like two days later on his way to, on his way to, uh, to, to the shoreline for Summer Jam. Okay. Yeah, he was on his way to Summer Jam. He's like, these beats are hard. And then I just started connecting with him. So that's the first person, like, who was actually out there rapping. And mm-hmm. this is after his first album, Big Latin. And so this is, yeah, right after that album is when we started connecting. Okay. And then, well, working with him for like a year straight, going to like a lot of studios. Just, I would pick him up in the morning, like, two, three days a week. We go around the studios all day, and uh, you know, I just seen work work ethic. Yeah, and I was like, this is crazy. Got a cold work ethic. Yeah, it's like, it's, yeah, and what and what was your most um, notable track early on? Not not now, yeah. but I'm saying early on. Like, what really kicked it in gear for you? Where you was like, this shit real? Early, I mean, just personally, or like people responding to it, like something I put out. People responding, like you, like yeah. what the fuck? Oh, this shit real. I mean. <laughs> I it was ooh yeah like a lot of the fab records like the, that are on Son of a Pimp mm-hmm. like those Hey Little Mama was one of the first ones okay um off Son of a Pimp and then I mean the one I guess I already a lot of the stuff I was on Fab was the, like the the first thing that kicked it off that was like ooh this is cool I'm meeting rappers I'm like they like my beats so I'm gonna just keep doing it mm-hmm. but then. The big, I mean, the thing, the only thing, the first thing that really hit it off was still the Tell Me When to Go remix. Like, mm. that was the thing that it just, it just catapulted everything. It just changed everything. And so that's that. What is that? It's a sample. It's a, I still don't tell people. Okay, no, don't tell me. I don't want to. It's a, it's, I mean, it's a. It's a sample. <laughs> Jay Dilla sampled it or sampled the same record. You know? Oh, really? Okay. A different uh, section of the record. Song. 
Okay, okay. And when you asked him, what was that? A little voice in my uh, head said, "Hold on, now. <laughs> hold on." Now. <laughs> you know why? You know why? I'm like, because it used to be rules in the game where you don't tell samples and you don't. Right, do right. And so I still like stick to that a little bit. But you got you, that old school. If you do like five minutes of research, you can find it. You can find it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but yeah. So because and I and I really enjoy that because it put a whole nother twist on the song without fucking it up. Yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes remixes oh, for sure. kill shit. Like, yeah, and well, it was like, so you did that on your own? Yeah, I, I, the day that the day that the vinyl, the day, the twelve inch for uh, "Tell Me When to Go" came out, like the record it had the instrumental acapella on it. I I, w- I went and bought that record at B Side Records in Berkeley. It's no longer there anymore. So um, wait a minute, wait a minute. You bought the vinyl. Bought the vinyl. Yeah, that's, the, that's hard in itself. Oh uh, yeah, I was used to buying, but I collect vinyl. So I bought the vinyl and then drove drove to Amoeba and bought bought a bunch of other records. And in those records, I found the sample that I would, you know, use for that remix. And I remember when I made it, I made it on a pair of car speakers. I don't know, L, if you remember my studio, the first one that burned down? Yeah, over there by Nico. Yep, right across, yeah, right across from Nico's, between, right next to Alameda. Okay. Uh, that was my studio. Um, but like I made it in that studio up there and it had on a pair of like car subs. So I had some car subs wired to my receiver mm. and had some tins in there. You knew that shit so was going to slap. That's why everything <laughs> was slapping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you knew it was going to slap. You had the car <laughs> test. Man. You know, yeah, you got to get in the car before you know how to get. You get the car <laughs> test in the room. <laughs> like you got to. Now that you said that, <laughs> that should be the method. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I always do the car test, but I don't know anywhere we really put the out. Yeah, a nigga need a car room. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Remember them, remember them rooms when they used to sell hella decks? Like at Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, good God. I think it's even better if you just put a, a, a trunk in the room. <laughs> yeah, like, just the trunk part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, cold, that's man. And so, so did 40 get at you? So, not, he didn't get at me. Uh, Fab, Mr. Fab actually put him on, put me on the phone with him. And we didn't really have a real conversation. He was just he was like, "Good looking nephew, got this, like this thing slap." Okay. You know, and, but that was the extent of it. So it it, it is the it is the official unofficial yes, remix, and is was it monetized? I mean, that's the hardest part. I'm sure I'm sure he's gotten paid off of it. Like that's what I was about to say. I never saw. I never saw. Any so is it on like Apple Music and all that? We still. I'm. You know, and it's funny. I'm like, I'm probably gonna get it on there. Yeah. Because people are always asking me, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, I've been sleeping. I've just been chilling on there. Right. It's on. It's online, but it's not on Apple. It's yeah. Not like on yeah. 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 And and then you know, like you said, y'all had a conversation, but not really a conversation. Yeah. You, just, you know, so it was too casual to talk business. Right. But I. But and I wasn't even there. Keep it real. When I first started, I wasn't even. There. Oh, you wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just in my own head, I was just like making beats, and yeah, like, not thinking about that. But on, a, I mean, indirectly monetized, I would get gigs, gigs. You know, I yeah. remember one time I was in, I was uh, in Australia, and got in a cab with this girl, and she, we were talking, and she's like, "What are you doing down here?" And I was on tour with my friend, kid sister from Chicago. I know about kid sister, yeah. and she, um, I was in this cab, and she was like, "What are you doing here?" And she. Come to find out, she had heard of me before and knew the remix. 
Wow. And it's just someone who lives out there, and I'm like, okay, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. What, what doing something on your own, betting on yourself, mm-hmm. what we've been talking about lately, man. right? It's crazy what that could do for your career because uh, we had Brownie Blends in here, and he just offered a cut to a nigga that was a rookie. Coming to the Warriors, I mean uh, Raiders. Right, hey man, yeah. you need a cut. Right. You know they talking shit back and forth online. Well, can you really cut and blah blah blah? You know every nigga in every town think they got the best barbers. A nigga from Memphis told me that. Come on, get your hair cut. I was like, you're lying too far back, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you, you my nigga. But I see what y'all trying to do. But you trying to get too crispy, nigga. That's gonna grow back nasty. You know what I'm saying? We don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. um so betting on yourself, man, that was a great yeah. thing, man. And like, you know, I don't even know if you knew what you you was doing that, but you just was fucking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think I was always I was like, people were always saying like, oh, this is dope, this is dope. So I just kind of kept going with it until I couldn't until it was my whole thing. I'm like, yeah, oh, shit, this is what I do. Yeah, that's dope, man. So, what kind of calls did you start getting after that? Um, man, a lot of I feel like. I mean, I got a lot of calls from, like, folks around here because at the time, that was definitely the hyphy movement. Hyphy movement, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that time, the difference was I was rapping, so I would get a lot of shows. Oh, okay. So I did a lot of shows in that time frame. Um, yeah, and between here and New York and Los Angeles and just working with Fool's Gold Records in New York and then... Um, Doing a lot of shows out here. So did, with, uh, with uh, Fool's Gold, um, I know about them. Was you signed? Uh, yeah, well, they did it differently. So they're an independent label. We did it, We did deals for singles. So I'm not like, I was never signed to the label. Okay. But they did, they would do deals like for the single. Like, oh, we brought to put it out. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a smart way to do it because it's like. Yeah, I think so to too. People. Yeah. And also, mm-hmm. man, to be honest with you, mm-hmm. man, until an artist is ready and at that point, I think artist development nowadays is singles. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. they would, they would have got you ready, got your image ready and hella shit just for a single. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But nowadays, shit, nigga got nigga in the basement, you know, and we, mm-hmm. we talked about that with Pro Tools and mi- music going digital and, and the birth of the MP3 was easy to record, right? Right. But you flip that as far as the visual and YouTube coming out and then as uh, far as hip-hop, uh, Chief them, you know, like being able to just shoot it in your living room, right. that just changed. It turned hip-hop on its axis, you know what I'm saying? Because the Southern Cats... Took that and ran with it. They can have guns outside. They like, oh nigga, hey, y'all want to do that? They yeah. start having all kind of weapons and the visually, that's when shit. That's where we are now. That's yeah. how shit evolved and changed. That's why most hood rappers only have videos with their partners in the back. Like that's just not exciting. You know what's crazy? Though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I think you know. I think when Chief Keith did that, and motherfuckers start doing that again. That reminded me. But when I was like 1998, when the hot boys start doing that shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just t-shirts in the hood. You can mm-hmm. see a motherfucker with a missing leg, mm-hmm. teeth mm-hmm. and shit like mm-hmm. that in the hood. Yeah. That kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, yeah, you know most definitely, most. De- you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's just the uh, the real. That's when shit just started changing, and then we got the internet, of course. So, so like. Um, after you was doing that, like now, so far as your relationships, you you mentioned kid sister and um. They dope. That's that's they that's the, you know I fuck mm-hmm. with that too. You know what I'm saying? But 
who else was you like around? Like, I know that you moved around and you fucked with a lot of influencers and people in the game. Like, what were some of your experiences like? Because coming out of Alameda, mm-hmm. it's just not hella people around doing it like that. So you had to go explore, of course. Yeah. But you even have a different story than the average Alameda citizen. Like, For sure. Even their celebrities. Like, yeah. you know, you think about an athlete, that shit is a long, drawn-out process from a kid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You, like, went to college, did hella shit, and then, and then start living. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah. you had an opportunity to almost feel like this shit just everyday shit like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when the money ain't coming in, it right. feel like everyday shit. Right, right. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I, feel, I always feel, say I felt like I'm five years behind in terms of, like, oh, if a lot of the folks I knew start doing music, they start, like, right after they graduated high school. So uh-huh. I did that for graduate college. And so, like, um, yeah, I felt like a lot of it is just, it's definitely, music is not, there's no infrastructure, especially here. So, like, if you, if, like, if you work in the sports, right, you got teams, organized, organized sports, all that, so you're just in it, you know what you're supposed to do, you know your trajectory, you know I'm supposed to do this next, next. Mm-hmm. Music, nothing like that. Right. We can try to follow what we've seen other people do, but if that's not the type of music you do, or if that's not if like that's not how your music is gonna move, you gotta figure out your own path. And like me, the music I was doing, like I distinctly back then I was doing like a lot of like Bay Area rap music, like future soul like with synthesizers and all kind of other stuff and like dance music. That's kind of the music I do, but they, they didn't, didn't always cross over. So I'd, I'd find, I'd have people approach me who knew about any of those and I'd kind of be in those different lanes. Oh, uh, you know? okay. So I like, see. I'd be in New York off of some more like dancing I see. Stuff. I'd be in LA off of more of the, the, um, soul future stuff and then up here it's just it's, it, seemed, it seemed like now I just heard somebody I, I think Akon say this he was like uh, he had another name for it but like people say Afro beats I feel like mm-hmm. they kind of like combined hella genres to make Afro beats it what it is now exactly that's it, what they do in the Afro beats is just like it's like Pan African, whatever. Yeah. Like yeah, the culture. Like yeah. yeah, just like that was what EDM was for dance music. They they yeah. said electronic dance music. We're just gonna call it EDM. Right, but you have people like knowing that you know that you're knowledgeable and shit. I always go back and think about um, CNC Music Factory or Soul to Soul, mm-hmm. and think about who they were and being from overseas and making that kind of dance music. And then now it kind of like evolving into EDM. You know, like right. they'll turn the BPMs up. It, you know, they make it weird now. It's just like right. everything. Like even the dances. Like when you know you see the backpack kid do that dance. Like t- mm-hmm. it takes absolutely. No real dance skills to know how to do the weird ass dances that they doing right now, right? But it's just like I'm not saying there's no skill in EDM music. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's at a higher BPM. Like the average just nigga in the hood not gonna catch it. Yeah, it's not their culture. It's not. But you put soul to soul, and that shit is slowed down, and you're like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So and and it and it evolves. So, but. It sounds like to me that you pretty much can go across the board with any of this shit. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, I, I my whole shit. I was like, I just want to mix everything up. Yeah. I just want, and it was on a cultural level. We started out. It was like I want to be in a room with all different types of people. I mix myself, so it's like a thing that we have. 
You know what I'm saying? We always want. You never feel comfortable in one place, just one place. Right. Because you got this whole other side. Right. And it, I felt, I feel like that musically because exactly how I feel musically. So I might be in a place where it's just hip hop, it's just R and B, but I got this whole other side of shit that I want. Yeah. To experience so yeah. many people, but it, the clubs don't play everything. Yeah. So I'll be having to go to every different spot. Yeah. And I've always musically, I've always tried to create the world. It's like an ideal. Like what I want it to be, so it's like I want you know I want like I the analogy is I want my food to touch people right. like their shit on a plate, not touching separate. Yeah, I want all my shit to touch. Mix that shit up, so I'm gonna go end up in the same place. Yeah, uh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, yeah for absolutely. sure. Hell yeah. Like so, um, as far as the Bay Area and your popularity growing, you traveling now. Are you in more demand at this time? Like, or because you know, as a creative, you might just want to rap. You might not want to produce for everybody. Like, I gave this motherfucker these beats and he fucked them off. Like, you know how producers is... I, I, I imagine it's a hard job. Like, oh, not yeah. just making the music, but, like, letting your baby go. Man. Like... Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it really is the type of person you have to be. So, I've had every... I've had ebbs and flows and been through all the, the different types of emotions you can feel about it and different, you know, ways you want to do it. Um, I When I was rapping a lot, I didn't... I didn't hold beats back because I was rapping over other kind of shit. Okay. And what I was trying to move. And then, like, um, even now, like, working with Kamaya or something, like, um, like she, the music she she likes is, like, other people are not necessarily going to get those beats, buy those beats, or rap on them the same way as she will. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like eventually the right stuff gets to the right people. Like, even working with L, you know, his... I mean, we make all his beats on the spot pretty much. Okay. You know, and there's never been a time where, you know, I don't, I couldn't give those beats to anybody else. Then I didn't do it. Do what he does. Do yeah, it. yeah. So if you, if you, if you do, if, if, like when people do have different cadences and, um, and they do come different on a beat than you thought they was going to come, mm-hmm. is it kind of weird listening to it? Uh... Sometimes, like sometimes, but a lot of the times, the best music you just gotta go with the vibe. Just let it go. Um, yeah. I mean, you got initially, if it's going too far off, you know, or, yeah. you know. I mean, sometimes you just ride it out and let it go, but or you start getting into real producer mode and producing the track. Like, okay, you should try this. You should do it like this. Okay. Um, and also, yeah, it also depends on who you're working with, because um, you know we all have ideas, but. Sometimes, sometimes it's worth listening to someone who's done it before. Right. And in in flip side, it's also worth listening to new perspectives. Like if you've only been doing it a certain way, well, maybe maybe this person got something that's real. Yeah. Uh, something new that I'm not. What's thing? Say, that, say, oh, go ahead. One thing that's dope about Trackademics is that I work with producers, and I've been fortunate to work with some dope producers like Keys and Charlie O. Okay. I would say he keep everything up. You know what I'm saying? Like a restaurant. This motherfucker gonna keep chicken bones. Oh no, fuck that. We're gonna make some we gonna make some broth uh, out of yeah, that. This yeah, nigga yeah. keep everything. Yeah, he gonna yeah. throw shit away. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> raw analogy though. You know like what I'm yeah, saying? we real though. Like, <laughs> like Charlie O, he hella dope. He's a perfectionist yeah. though. If he nigga, nah, nah. He, he gonna make sure it's right though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We getting rid of that, no, nah, you need to do it over. That's a whole different 
set of pressure. You know what I'm saying? He gonna make sure it's right too, but he just don't throw nothing away. No, no, no. you can use that somewhere. Right. He don't that's throw nothing that's away. Kanye. So, yeah, he don't Kanye, throw nothing away. Kanye, you'll hear some shit like, wait a minute. I heard that already. Like yeah. he gonna recycle it. <clears throat> you know, like a mother yeah. might say something, and he might. I'm keeping that. I'm yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. I said it wrong. Keep yeah, that. Yeah. Keep that. Yeah. You got to think when uh, <laughs> Just Blaze made that uh, old boy for Dipset. That wasn't supposed. That was supposed to say "Oh baby," they right. they fucked up and got the wrong part of the song. But yeah. just think about it; it wouldn't even been the same song. No. Check this out. Check this out. I was at a rap battle. I just got to tell the story. I was at a rap battle, right? So they put on, you know, how, like you freestyle over the uh, different beats. Mm-hmm. So they picked mm-hmm. the old voice of this this homosexual girl, like a dyke. Mm-hmm. Was out there ripping this nigga, mm-hmm. ripping this nigga, do, 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 ripping this nigga. Mm-hmm. And you know what he's saying? What? You look like a boy. You dress like a boy. You act like a boy, but you ain't no boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. My Damn, that that's do, nigga. That's cold. Hey, man, I tend to do that, man. That nigga. Was wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> that, that nigga, dude, he's so wrong. Make me think they set that up. Like nigga, that was too good. Why they put that beat on? That nigga was, um, but like you know, when people people do rap different, and won't they? Like to to me, Kamaya is funk, old school. Like you know, she embodies everything. Missy, TLC, Too Short. Like she's you know everything. Everything, the aesthetic of her style, all that shit, right? right? So, do you make beats in mind, particularly, or do you let artists go through your shit? Oh, you gotta do it. As a producer, you gotta be flexible. You gotta be able to do it however they do it to make the best music. Absolutely. So, that like, sound right. I mean, I just had a session with her last night, and we just cooked from scratch. Like, yeah. I was in there, and I was just like, oh, what you feeling like? And she'll be like, I want something like this. Yeah. And then sometimes she'll just be like, make whatever and then she just come up with it. Yeah. Um but like and then other times sent millions of beats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they they hear whatever they hear. Yeah. Um but um yeah, I mean if to be a my favorite I guess my favorite is I like artists who know what they like and they hear it. They mm-hmm. can hear it instead of and and they can hear potential. Because a lot of people need when you're shopping tracks to them, they want the shit fully formed. And right. I'm not spending all, and I'm where I'm at in my career. Fully formed meaning hook? Like, yes, they might want the hook, or they might want just the beat to be like, this is obviously the hook. It has all the, like, bells and whistles in it. I'm so crazy when a producer sent a track and it's named, I think I want to make a song called whatever the oh, fuck yeah, he named it. Oh, yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. Whatever fuck he named it, that's what he meant. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I I just like the kind of rappers that like beats talk to them. Like I don't want nobody with a concept in their head. Like I'm gonna tell a story about a girl that like you know what I'm saying. Like I just like if they get the beat, whatever happens happens. Right. And I'm I'm assuming that if you cooking up on the spot, then that has to happen a lot. Yeah, I mean, what would they just just with rappers because you cooking up or you might have to even leave them with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But cooking up on the spot, you yeah. know, it's kind of like you know. What you, you gonna rap an old rap? You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't want to personally. You know what I'm saying? I would want to ride the beat. Yeah, I mean most most folks who I cook them on the spot will like um, they'll ride or they'll write something new. Yeah, because um, actually the only L you you're like the only person who will have something. That's I'll like write. a nigga that been in jail before that can rap like that. You know what? And you ain't lying because I'll hear the I hear the beat by head. I might go like this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Niggas that been to jail got a million raps that can go to whatever. Sure. <laughs> Give me, like, let me see that. Play that. 
He be the first nigga in the studio done. Oh, I'm ready. Y'all niggas good. What? Nah, nigga, y'all niggas. But now that now that we record the way we do, and it's not that. Now that we record the way we do, it's not dats and reels. I mean, a nigga can punch. So, I mean, people do that all the time, too. You know what I'm saying? And I always wondered that, like, with Hov. Like, what do this nigga really be doing? Like, he got hella bars written in his mind. Then he plays fours. Well, you know, he doesn't... He patched fours. He ain't... Yeah. You know, he's been patching fours in his mind. Well, you know, he's under a different... Like, he doesn't wake up and have to go to Whole Foods, either. Yeah, like, he yeah. just walks right. around and thinks the shit the <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> You know what I'm saying? I mean, his bills is paid. Every day. Ain't no pressure, huh? No, Beyonce White looks like Beyonce. Hey! Yeah, 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 that's what I'm gonna do. If he does that shit through the course of a day, then he got Because I used to do that shit. It's already done, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then a hook, you know, because I'm really good at hooks and shit like that. Yeah. Like when he's saying, like, like me and this motherfucker, I, I say this, like, make me a beat to this. I met a girl on Christian Mingo, and she still wanna hang, and she's single. Let it slow. Yeah. And we knock it. Yeah. 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 Just a feel, yeah. That's cut. That's really a producer. Yeah, yeah. This you know what I'm it's different between a beat maker. A, a beat a maker producer. is a father. A producer is a dad. Yeah, you know, a dad yeah. is gonna sit around and nurture that. Yeah, shit. yeah. Father, I mean, anybody can be a dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a father. Yeah. You know, you just make a beat and just throw that motherfucker out there. This yeah. motherfucker took one of my songs, right? When I come back to the studio, the drum patterns is there. I'm like, well, it sounds different. It's not easy because I updated the drum. I'm thinking, like, yeah, fuck updated the drum. Fuck you, updated it, nigga. That motherfucker got a different vibration. But yeah. yo, so who is your favorite artist to work with? Do you have one? Um, man, it's crazy. There's, I mean, I I feel like I work with a limited amount of folks because they're my favorite. So it's like oh, my yeah. 108K, who I collaborate with. In the honor roll crew. Yeah, shout out to 108K, huh? Yeah, he's one of my favorites. LDs. And it's funny, our relationship grew because I finally had to learn how to I was just finna say, yeah, man, yeah. That's, fuck, that's a fucked up question to ask him with a nigga that he worked oh, with. Oh, yeah. Sitting right here. I, but I, I didn't even expect him. <laughs> To say him, because I thought their relationship was different anyway. Like, this yeah. is a no-brainer. These niggas just sit up here and freestyle a damn song right now. Yeah, yeah. That nigga just, I, I was like, nigga, y'all finna lay that? Like, what we need to do? I mean, over, <laughs> it's crazy. The answer's changed because over the years, I've become a better producer. And so, like, it actually transitioned from a beat maker to a producer. Right. So, when I was early on, like, a lot of my favorite folks, like, um... Tedra Moses. Okay. You know, yeah. R&B. So like, she, she's super dope because she don't need nothing to take her beat. She'll just take a beat and do a whole song. To yeah. Marla. What song did you produce with Tedra Moses? Oh, I've done, I've done a few. I've done a few. Um, they are all, my mind just went complete blank. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. But um, I've done, I did I did stuff on her. Uh, Kisses, Kisses Never Taste So Sweet. I did uh, International Playboy. I've done... There's a there's a few. Yeah. Yeah. And um well can we uh I I I had your discography. Can we just name some of the people? We might as well give you credit, man. Can we name Um, some of the people you work with? Yeah. I mean it's crazy. Like I I've done stuff with Forty. Forty. Um he's great. He's he works amazing. Uh Fab is always great. Um Fonte from Little Brother. Mm -hmm. Um he's dope. Um who else like it's a lot of people, and I'm. It's, it's of course, Kamaya. Yeah, Kamaya for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you do anything on Good Night in the Ghetto? 
Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I did. Touch Sport or Trash with Freaky Freaks. I did. Hard. Um, yeah, that's one of my favorites. And then I did. Uh, why is the title? I was just playing it today. I'm about to put it in the mix. Um, but one of the slower tracks, I did that. Also, uh, co produced Swing My Way. Okay. Um, why. My favorite one is the one I'm forgetting right now. Okay. But um, Is you looking it up, bro? Oh. No, let's see. I am. I'm about to look it up. But Kamaya, uh, I love how fast she is. She, she writes just like L. She writes books. Oh, yeah. Come Back. Come Back. Listen. And, and what was the other one? Uh, come Back, Freaky Freaks, and Swing My Way. Listen. That is a classic album. I don't give a fuck. Like I had seen her music, seen her videos, and heard some of her music before. Whatever happened in between that time and putting that together, I swear to God, I thought she had a team. Because I was like, aesthetically, the way this dropped, this I was like, this is why this shit is catching on. It's not because of nothing else. They fucking with this. This is hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like that's the that's first exactly thing I thought. I was like, "This is fucking hip hop," you know what I'm saying? And for and it's only what like three producers on a shit. It's yeah, it's a couple of like three to five. Something yeah, like, that. like but it's a front to back. Yep. It's a front to back project. Skits. You know, you want me to tell you what only album is that fucking? Well, I mean, aside from like, uh, 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 uh Good Kid, Mad City, that was mm-hmm. great. Uh, but to me, I love. I can see how her and YG get along because my crazy life and good night in the ghetto is like, like that shit crazy. It's like the skits, it's a 90s album reinvented. Yep. For now, bro. Like they did that shit. Like that's what, that was the thing. That's her old thing is she grew up on that because that's what her parents listened to. I noticed game tried to do it afterwards. Like if y'all, a lot of people, it fell on, it was good though. It was good ass album. What album was that? The Black Jesus? Um, no, it wasn't Black Jesus. But, like, a lot of his shit was 90 samples. And I forget what the lead single was. I'm drawing a blank on that shit. Yeah. I'm high, too. But um, but I'm, I'm, I'm a rap nerd like that. Like, right, right. I, I fuck with it like that. I'm like, I'm listening to skits. I want to know. I used to open it up, flip it out, who the producer, who the executive producer, mm-hmm. nigga. Where they recorded that? Because they be shouting out the studios. You know what I'm right. saying? I seen Ben Baller say the other day on his podcast that... uh. Inside a Hyro album where they was like, or or was it Hyro? No, it was Di- Digital Underground album where they said, "Fuck the Albany police for not letting us finish our album." Or some shit like Ben Baller, you know what I'm saying? Like he's free, you know. That's a nigga that know yeah. his shit. Yeah, Hell you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's what I pride myself on because yeah. I live and love this shit. I feel like we all should be employed in hip hop. I don't feel like a nigga should be going nowhere else, but to, what you do? You a manager? What you do? You a cameraman? You, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it should it's be... It's a lot of jobs. It's a lot of fucking jobs. jobs. You know I what I mean? remember back in the day, I didn't know the difference between a producer and an executive producer. Yeah. So when I opened up Death Row, shit, I was you like, thought Shug may be. Yes. I was like, damn, I didn't know that shit. That nigga thought Shug may be. That nigga Shug. That nigga got... You arguing with niggas on the block? You crazy. Shug. Get your big ass in there and make some damn beats. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I just had to say that, man, because Good Night in the Ghetto, man, that is my shit, man. Like, yeah. that's going to last forever. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Um, and do you think, like, because she hasn't had a debut album yet, so is this she right. working on that? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a long journey, but it should be coming out really soon. Yeah, yeah. And then. You got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. And uh, you produce Windows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Along, you, with, Drew Bang. along with Drew Banger, co produced. Mm-hmm. Now, how does that work? 
when you're not a tandem. Because I know how the mechanics said they do it. You know what I'm saying? They kind of, like, make beats together. Like, that's what they yeah. do. And it's not many teams like that. I mean, it used to be, like, Cool and Dre and, like, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm – I mean, I'm high again. It's a track, man. It's a, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, um, and every producer, I mean, not I'm not just saying you, but mm-hmm. all producers take information in and have people. Like, Kanye Ghost produced hella shit. That's why he does that same shit to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll take ideas and put shit together or flip your shit, change something because mm-hmm. it's his ear. It's the different shit. It's the Dr. Dre shit also. Dr. Dre is like... He might not make the beat, but he gonna tweak this motherfucker mm-hmm. so cold. I mean, he's a really he, he'll a producer will take beat makers and produce the beats from the beat makers. Yeah, and so like, yeah, when you're collaborating, it's a lot of different ways. Like when I collaborate, we're clapping out, and I'll be like, it just literally whatever. Oh, yo, put this here. You like, you want to add something? Yeah, yeah, add something here. I like the baseline you did on last beat. It's just literally putting together whatever. So, so when you when you um, when y'all co-produced Windows, did y'all know who was getting on the track before you produced it? I mean, well, I made that at YG's house. You made it at YG's and house. So we and we were in a camp making beats just for. Oh, it was going YG down. Kamaya, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they was all there at the house. People staying at the house. And yeah. So we every beat we were making. That's where it landed first. Yeah. Um, and then, but that song actually. I made the beat, they liked it, but then I got the call like a week later, like, yo, this is the song. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. So they didn't I wasn't there when they laid it. So down. you never heard a hook? Um, nah. We were just making that that uh we just made it slap, you know. Yeah, so because what and the reason why I say that, if if you never heard the hook, right, then um you you wouldn't understand why they going crazy like this the one because you know it probably was a bunch of ones oh, there and then some, the ones. yeah somebody just any sitting there listening motherfucker yeah it's right it, it just just like how you just sat there and started saying that that's how they might be like that's it yeah let's go you know what I'm saying so yeah um and now that it's become the monster that it is mm-hmm. is that that's not your biggest song to date though. No I mean I mean tell me when the go remix is still the it's huge as Know the note why noteworthy wise. That's the biggest That's one. the biggest one. Um what else? I forgot to mention I am still is one of my favorite people. Yeah. But um I'm trying to think, what else? I'm like it's crazy because over the years I've been doing this for it's been like fifteen plus years. Yeah. Um and so depending on the they it's funny, I have a lot of under hits. Yeah. Like yeah. under like nothing is Really, I guess Windows is Windows is one of the most visual, yeah. Like that people visible that people are like, oh snap, it's on the radio. So what are the cult classics? I mean, like Hipster Girls with I Am Sue is one of them. Yeah. Um, stuff I did with Jay Ant. Yeah, Jay Ant. Uh, shout out Jay Ant. Yeah. Gotta um, get him on here. Uh, what else? Uh, the stuff I've done with Tedra Moses. Tedra Moses. There's like, you know, and it's really uh, there's a group J Day called J Day in L A. They're like a soul soul duo, but I produce song for them. Okay. And that's one of those ones. Um, what else? Because I know it feels good when an artist have do it, doing they set and they got to do one of your joints. Like, this is they right. shit. People love them, but you got to do one of my joints. Like, they right. got to feel good, man. Yeah, it does, definitely. Mm-hmm. Lyrics Born. Lyrics Born. I like Lyrics Born. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of... So, so... Like out of out of out of 
all the shit you've done, do you still have the urge to like find talent? Like bring yeah. somebody up? Like I just want to from the front to back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think uh, talking to Wiz, we always talk about this all the time. And he's like, that's actually my job. Yeah. Is to do that. Um, and it's not it's not an easy job if you know, if you're trying to be specific, because everyone can sing, yeah. everyone can rap. Yeah. But it's like, you know, it's specific things you might look for to complement your skill set and your yeah. own talent. Right. Because, you know, I make beats differently than, like, I don't know, you can name any producer. We mm-hmm. all have different... Even your studio etiquette might be different. You got to be able to like work with somebody, you know, that, and so it's like, just talent is only the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, 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 know, yeah. When you're trying to choose But yeah, I'm, man, the, I, honestly, in how you all were talking earlier about how the, uh, basically A&R, is, A&R and now is really just signing singles and throwing up against the wall, see what sticks, like the way that you can actually cut through is by working with one person or in developing their sound because producers are a dime a dozen now. There's so many people. So if you have an artist and they get 12 different beats, you know, from 12 different producers and nobody is executive producing that or yeah. is the one in charge of that, you're going to, that shit's going to fall in the ears because there's just no connective tissue. Can I ask you one question? I always want to know this. As a producer, do you get more no, uh, nervous making beats like... Would you get more nervous making a beat in front of Dr. Dre or Tupac? I mean, shit, that's one of the same. Uh, uh, I mean, Pac, because... Let's see, Dre or Pac? Like a, produ- a good producer or a good rapper? Uh, it depends. I feel like producers understand the process. So here's the difference. Here's the difference. When you're making beats in front of rappers... And me and 108K talk about shit all the time. I don't like that shit a lot of the time. It's a lot of pressure. That's, that's what I was thinking earlier. Like a party, well, it might be a party going on in the studio. <laughs> and you got people just like not understanding that I need to stop this beat real fast. I need to. And like, they might be like, keep the party going, nigga. Yeah. Like, you catching the L right now. <laughs> yeah, like, man, get another. <laughs> and so you performing. You're yeah, not, yeah. Dating, you perform. Yeah. Gotcha. You're yeah. literally, it's a performance, night after night. You being, yeah. uh, what's the boy name that do all the shit on the, eight, on the, fuck is his name, man? He do the shit live now uh, for a show. I can't think of his mm-hmm. fucking name with the NPC, though, but he always fucking using it like an instrument. But, yeah. But, um, so, even when you, even when you, like, like you saying that, but like somebody over your shoulder, like, you know, because we had the boy Dame here and he said, mm-hmm. like, he had, he played some beats and he had Pilo send some beats and they, yeah. Gotti was saying, like, play your last ones. And he like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, Long you know what I'm saying? Way. And then get right, first one come on from Pilo. And he like, oh, that's it. That's right. fine. But that changed his life. And he not even, he, he, he's uh, dealing the beats. He not even fucking oh, yeah, making yeah, them. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I could imagine the producer dealing directly with the motherfucker being in there and you the creative. Like, it's good that the producer wasn't there. That could fuck his career up. Yeah. Like, because it could have been other rappers in the room with budgets. Like, man, we ain't fucking with him. He was garbage when he was, you know what I'm saying? And, every, and everything you could have could be fire. Motherfucker yeah. ain't even giving you a shot. Man, it's so many it's so many levels to because if your beats ain't even arranged the right way, then like, next. Or, like, you know, uh, whatever. It just, it, it, it's, it, to me, it's pretty amazing when a record goes all the way through. Yeah. That people listening to so many beats, 
Um, but what I do know is that the beats that get through are the ones that people feel invested in. So it's like, if I made it on the spot, it might be one of my trash, more trash beats. Not necessarily trash beat. But you don't know. love it. Yeah, I didn't put time into it like that. But because everybody is like, everybody's vibing with that beat in the room. They're like, this is the one. That's like having sex with somebody you really don't, you know, you just, <laughs> when you finish, you know, it's because the beats wow, is sperm. One of them going to make it like, oh, that's the one. <laughs> All this fucking I've been doing and I just had this baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to have a baby by her. You know what I'm saying? But so, um, like, what's in the pipeline for you? Man, first off, the LD's project. Okay. Long, okay. Long, long time coming. You got to, hey, listen, fuck it. Duval winning, bro. We just went to see the nigga got Man. a comedy show yeah, yeah. and he killing it with the music. Mm. I seen Jamie Foxx do it. Fuck it. I ain't gonna lie though. I mean, he been rapping before it, yeah. all that. I was yeah, gonna say, it's the other way around for him. Yeah, he just yeah but I'm like, saying now that you're oh, doing yeah, it, fuck yeah, yeah. it. Now yeah. Yeah. Because I, I feel, this is how I feel also. If you're not a 20, if you're not a little pump, you can't, when music and people, people judge you on even blowing up fast. Yeah. People judge you on being doing, this nigga been doing it for hell long. Yeah, you can have the best shit in the world. It's we living in a different era. You yeah. know what I'm saying? A, mm-hmm. a motherfucker will never be honest about what just slapped. Yeah. It, we could be in a room and a motherfucker uh, being here instead of saying, "Blood, listen to this shit." They'll be like, "What you think about this when you come in here?" Like, let me yeah. see what he said. Well, you first. know what? You know what? It, you you hit it on the nose. It'd be like this. Say like you got a a gang of motherfuckers, right? Five motherfuckers, but one motherfucker got to be the cool motherfucker. Yeah. One motherfucker is the coolest motherfucker. Yeah. The other four niggas might just nod their head because the cool niggas say it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you're that right. shit is. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You that, know, and when it comes hey, to it, when it, But uh, then, too, the thing about LD, this nigga is knowledgeable. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. yeah. I just, man, I've been fighting. I've been following him on Instagram since he pulled me over that one. No, no, I've been I've been seeing this shit too. He, he be having me cry. I'll be dead. I'll be weak. Crying, you know what I'm saying? But, but then I, he spit real shit. Real shit it. though. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like no, just But that's what I'm saying. But that's but that's funny. the organic shit I be talking about with the culture. You know what I'm saying? Just I, I haven't gave our disclaimer during this interview, but we do this shit because we don't want you to hear because uh, well, Trackademics is suing. Kamaya, because she he, he didn't he didn't get yeah. to like we don't it, it, and yeah. even if it was it would be the conversation about it would be grown man it's not right. gonna be no like even when dudes come in here and serious shit that people could lose their life behind when we end up talking about the shit it seemed like after our podcast it ain't even nothing to talk about yeah like the shit don't come up no more because it's yeah. like oh that's what they was tripping off of because I'm a real nigga yeah, right. <laughs> and I know that you know what I'm saying I'm not gonna perpetuate no we. You know what I'm saying? Why we black, man? Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? Why we ain't we all we doing is uplifting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when we when those other platforms exist, that's all they want. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. All they want is the bullshit. Yeah. All they want is the hype. I just seen a shit so a clip today of the nigga um a nigga interviewed four hundred slim, what's his name? Oh, Slim Four Hundred. Slim Four Hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And was like, man, why did you post my mother where I was at? After I got shot nine times. Yeah. <laughs> or however many times he got shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why did... And the nigga, man, my bad, man. He even... And I said it to my daughter that just left. Yeah. And she was like, that nigga didn't even care. Man. Shit like that. Man. <laughs> like, one time, like, one time it was a fight breaking out. My, you know, and my friend said, well, did you tape it? I said, no. She said, why not? I said, because if I tape it, I'm in it. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying. I don't, yeah. I don't sit there and entertain no shit like that. Yeah. That's somebody's son and mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And that's the part that motherfucker don't be like, you know what I mean? Don't take into account. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So if 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 like if if somebody come on here, like I said, and that shit need to be addressed. Like sometimes I feel like. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm new to this shit, you know what I'm saying? But having some mm-hmm. journalistic integrity, something that somebody that I would like, a news source that I would like to trust, to always be honest, that's why, I, like, you know what I'm saying? When people do have controversial careers or shit going on, certain shit, like, I can go vibe and fuck with anybody. But when you got certain shit going on, I got to make a grown man decision. Like, do I want to be a part of that? Do I want to be, or do I want to keep it professional? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that shit can be taken the wrong way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like to fuck with other grown men that's doing grown men shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So like right. and as far as the culture, we gotta have a responsibility. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We gotta have a responsibility well, well, to be able to, to to hold each other down. Like if you interviewing Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson has a very interesting life. Yeah. I'm not gonna bring up his daughter that 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 got, you know, right, right. How he lost his daughter right, right. and stay on that. See, right. motherfuckers mm-hmm. fuck up when they stay on that part. Right. That's why when um uh, I forgot who I was. A Webby was in the interview, and he the dude kept talking to him about having seizures. And he said, "Man, I ain't had no seizure. It wasn't like that, nothing like that." And he addressed it, but they kept bringing it up. Okay. Like they was trying to make fun of that. Like this is the new internet joke shit. Like the man said, "Leave it alone." He said what he said. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, people trying to get clicks, trying to get. But I'm just for the culture. I'm for the time capsule. Yeah, I ain't in it. I, I'm listen. I. We doing a podcast in the hood on my block to inspire niggas. I don't got to be here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when I look at these other places and they maximizing their space and using their businesses for other things, you got to be smart about it, right? So I bring it back. I let people see it. But everybody don't always understand. Look at what happened to Nipsey. Right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we ain't we ain't in it for no vulture shit, man. We want to acknowledge you while you're here right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, God forbid anything ever happened. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That's why I tell everybody to live their dreams out. Because what we doing now is living in a different space than what they did before us. Like, we ain't really get to see Louis Armstrong live, or yeah. we ain't get to see uh, uh, Jackie Robinson, but we saw Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We see Kendrick Lamar, you know what I'm saying? We see yeah. motherfuckers like that, you know what I'm saying? So, I like to I like to big you up in the same way, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We need a platform for all levels, you know? Yeah. So, um, I was going to get back on, um, like, far as, like, would you do a label deal? Um, You know... It, it really depends. It's not it's not something I'm interested in at the moment, mainly because it's you know it depends. It really depends. Depends on the roster. Mm-hmm. It depends on the deal, the label, the terms, all that. Yeah. I, I, I'm not I'm not looking for one right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, See, that's crazy that in this time day and age, we don't got to look for one. You know what I'm saying? It's not even no big deal. I mean, it's a loan. It's just a loan. It's a loan. And it, it's a loan with somebody telling you what, when, and what, you know, what you can spend your money on and when you put that shit out. And every now and then you get a good loan officer that actually gives you advice to really help you fulfill yeah. this shit. So that's the successful artist. The artists we see that right. don't got no gripes about being on labels and shit because they was in the system. Like, they made sure them motherfuckers succeeded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and um, and so um, any 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 upcoming, well, of course, of course, yeah. you said 
L, so L, we also got, um, I mean, Kamaya stuff is coming. Really Kamaya soon. stuff coming. Um, I'm working on another remix tape series. Mm-hmm. Um, All them motherfuckers go too. All them motherfuckers go to. I, I just sit back on Instagram and, I mean, uh, YouTube and listen to them. You heard that shot eight uh, remix? <laughs> Did I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, working yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them motherfuckers real big overseas, huh? Yeah, like, those are the things that, like, uh, uh, a lot of DJs mess That's with. That's what I was about to say. A lot of music kids yeah. really are into, like, other types of music. They fuck with our shit different, though. Mm-hmm. They fuck with that yeah. shit like it's life. Like, shit. Yeah, for sure. It's still new yeah, to them. It's like crack. Like, yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So, that, and then... uh I did something with this girl Tia No More. We got to drop. Okay. Um, she's dope. She's from Oakland. Um, and then also uh, my homie Mike Baker, the bike maker, doing like all house. Okay. House, but he's rapping on it. Okay. He raw as fuck too. Yeah. Okay. Like he like he kind of puts you in the mind frame of Q-tip in that type of music. Okay. Where you can play. Well, you calling this nigga Q-tip now? Come on, now. I got your high <laughs> expectations. You better. Don't no, do that. that nigga wrote up. All right, now, don't that do that to that nigga, up. man. I'm going to be like, nigga man, these niggas up. said you was like Q-tip, nigga. No, he don't rap as slow as Q-tip, but it's that same genre of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's that same genre of the shit. Bouncy, yeah. the you know, bouncy like, when you walk there, it smells like incense, and the girls <laughs> use lemon for deodorant. You know what I'm saying? And them type of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you know what, though? Y'all know this motherfucker got, uh, this nigga got me a deal at Fool's Gold Records. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So we, we put out his first single on Fool's Gold. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I mean, you know that show, The Shine. Yeah. He got me, I got a song on there. Me and him got a song on there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's tight. Yeah, and, and the highlight of the day, though, the highlight of the day, because we did uh, High Road the other day, but the highlight of today, Wednesday, motherfucker, on September 4th, this is the show called The North Pole. Mm-hmm. Nigga, they, they got one of my songs. He called me, they called him, and they put one of my songs in there, right? Mm-hmm. The highlight of my motherfucking day is when they had the song playing. Since it's in Oakland, nigga, they shot this shit on my motherfucking block. Uh, Without even knowing it was I didn't even know it was my block. That's like, crazy. I'm looking at this shit there in front of Marcus Bookstore. I'm from Martin Luther King, 39 Martin Luther King. It's Fab, uh, Elijah Flowers, and some other dude. And the main character, nigga, on my block, nigga, 39th and Martin Luther King, nigga. Yeah. Damn. And it feels good, my friend. Hey, hey, man, hey. Man, man when you do something, shit. when you do something and you do it back and the hood get to see it, saying like the boy Dame was just talking about, I mean, uh, not the boy Dame, but um, Deuce. 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 The same thing he was just talking about when he did it and they went back and shot it like that, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You run your shit up for... He's saying to go from 500 views to a million real quick. Like, nobody wasn't fucking with me, and we went and did this just fucking around. And look what it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's why you never, spo- that's why you're supposed to stay down. Yeah, yeah. Sure. stay down. I'm sure for you, shit got slow before. It gets oh, slow for everybody. Like it's always like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I would like to hear uh, a lot more of your R&B, because your instrumentation is, oh, yeah. you know. It's a lot of it. I yeah. Got a, I got a project out on, it's on iTunes, and now it's called The Champagne Room. Okay. And that was, yeah, we put that out. And that's like all our, and it's real like player shit. So like, yeah. SOS band, like Lucens. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Army, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. That's what we're ready on it. Yeah. That shit is dope than a motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. shit is raw. We call that champagne soul. Yeah. yeah that shit so is raw. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of, yeah, that's out right now. Champagne. Okay, man. Yeah, I got to check that out. I got to check that out. And, um, 
how are you on your social medias and shit and, and, and with this internet shit? It's good. Because I, mean, I was I was searching and right researching hard as a motherfucker. I'm like, man, this nigga like a ghost. He didn't yeah, sell I drugs. Mean, it's funny, like, I, I don't... Right. It's funny, because, like, yeah, it, it, it's such a big, important part. Yeah. And, like, I don't... But you, do now that, that I, I'm, I'm in front of you, you're old school motherfucker. Like, I see where you right. at with it. Like, you're like, man, this shit. Like, man. It's, it's hella hard. Did you take high school pictures? No. I don't got that many. See, I got a lot, I mean, <laughs> pictures wasn't cool, man. Yeah, Motherfuckers yeah, wasn't into that. Yeah. Nigga, I ain't you was no taking pictures. You was you different, man. High school you hung with the girls. No I, I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I mean? Not I got a few, but yeah. a few though. Like you yeah, wasn't yeah, signing yeah. up to just be like, get me. But I was in high school <laughs> in '88. You know yeah. what I mean? I graduated. You know, but bro, let me tell you something. '88. To 98 is damn near the same thing. But yeah. four niggas was worried well, about. I know you wouldn't take no high school pictures. You no, but what, I'm, brother, so yeah, but, 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 but what I'm saying is, it, niggas had the same mentality until niggas started using Windows. When right. niggas start being about, you got Windows on your computer? Right. When that shit happened, life, life changed. Any nigga that's taking a picture alive from 88, that's a motherfucking accomplishment. When you see them pictures, you appreciate them motherfuckers. And it was hard as fuck to take them. But you know what? When Polaroids came out, niggas took a lot of them, though. Yeah, and I'm almost sure they got cancer in the middle. But I don't want to hold you up, man. I know you got to go, man. I appreciate you coming, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we are a podcast for the culture. We want to have you back here. You know, we want to have you here at this level. We want to be able to see you when you're at Dr. Dre level. Because me, Mm -hmm. like when I see folks and I see ambitious folks, I see all upside. Like I don't see no, I don't see no falling off. Like I just feel like life is what you make it. You know what I'm saying? Like. I feel like, you know, for a motherfucker that been to jail before, if you go in, if you've been in jail and you in that square and you just like realize how limited you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a nigga can't go outside, talk to nobody. That's why I like the inner city. Yeah. That's why I don't like the suburbs, because it ain't enough action. Yeah. Right, it ain't right, enough right. networking. I we ain't doing you. enough. Yeah. I want to go outside my house, leave and see somebody. Like, bruh. Yeah. What you doing? Like, other than seeing you on the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, shit, Chicago, Atlanta. Like, I can go anywhere where it's vibrant. I just can't be in no fucking country. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I like the country. I like the country. You know what I mean? It, I mean, the country is good good enough to get away, too. You know what I mean? Because you could do some shit. Yeah. yeah I bet all the reason. Like, kill a motherfucking That's cool to you. That or just need to have fun. Like, shoot. You, definitely, you yeah. definitely need some rest and relaxation. Yeah, man. But what I'm saying is, shit, I'm behind. I'm on yeah, the clock. Yeah, I can do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm on the clock. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you got the you got something coming out on Kamaz. You said you got the. <coughs> The army, yeah. <laughs> champagne. Yeah, that's out, and that's that one's already out. The remix, working on a new remix tape. Um, yeah, you got L L album. What the remix tape? Yeah, the, it's just, uh, the what the champagne room. Yeah, on the champagne room. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And and your album, you ain't Mac, got it's untitled yet. MacArthur Maze Two. Mm. Mac Maze Two. MacArthur Maze Two. Mm. I put together mm. the freeways that connect everything, and then okay. that's why I sound like a Bay Area album. Okay. Yeah. And okay. for that shit that they put off the North Pole, they dug man. Ten years ago, I got a song called "Cooling on the Corner." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where they mix that Paul Revere with that Ice Cream Man beat. Yeah. With the spice yeah. one. Cooling on the co- co- cooling up. Yeah. Came on, nigga, like Coogee rap, nigga. Sodas and MC. Pouring a hell like baking soda. Yeah. Yeah, that's like so, hey, so, listen, well, Hold up. 
Did you hear the whistle? Mm-hmm. Yeah, see that nigga? He's doing it. He's that was a bird call. Man. For sure. So, um, um, any features going to be on your album? Yeah, I got Mr. Fab, uh, Spencer Stevens. I got motherfucking uh, Tia No More on Body All Go. Okay. Got the fuck off on that. And do I got any more? Yeah, you got the Wade, Wade Wade. Wade away. Yeah, and yeah. I got Sadiq. Where he played the trumpet on that one. He played the trumpet on the... I mean, saxophone, yeah? You got... uh, um, E. Fields. E. Fields. Okay. I got E. Fields on that shit. Okay. I got E. E Fields on this song called... uh, uh, I'm sending you the voicemail. Because you're getting on my nerves. Stop calling me. (laughs) Hey, bro, I ain't gonna lie. I like your shit already. You you didn't said you didn't did two things, bro. I said this nigga cold. Like you need to you need to you got so much shit in your mind. You need to sell them motherfuckers and put them out yeah, all exactly. at the same time. Got everything on the radio sounding like you. Cause I make Man. that bus stop music. Yeah, you know right. niggas on the car. Right, Man, right, right, right. Harmonizing and flowing and shit like that. But let me tell you what's another level of bus stop music. What's that? Bus stop music is growing up without everything music. Bus yep. stop music yeah. is mozzie music. Yeah, that's his success. Mm-hmm. That's why niggas don't understand that nigga rap about what's relatable. Yeah, bruh. the difference. Everybody ain't got everything, bro. So niggas can't relate. It yeah. ain't that niggas don't like you. It ain't none of that shit. But sometimes, if you rich already, it's just hard. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's why a lot of niggas in the hood be like, I don't want to listen to that. Whole, even that whole educate now. Right. But even a- a album prior to that, niggas was like, I don't listen to that whole shit. Yeah. Rich ass nigga. Yeah. I got to I got to ask you a question real quick. You ever heard that album Only Built for Cuban Links? Yes. Have Jay Z ever made an album better than Only Built for Cuban Links? I would say so. I would say I'm gonna tell you why. Jay Z had dumb resources on this shit. Like at some point, Only Built for Cuban Links is limited in production with. RZA and maybe who else producing on there? Just RZA. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I like RZA, but I ain't. You know what I'm saying? So the shit get a little more complicated than music. That's what I'm saying. Jay is like the embodiment of a lifestyle on different albums, and it's so at different times. You know what I'm saying? Which one would you pull from his catalog to say that was only that was better than only built for Cuban Link? For me, volume two. Volume two? The blueprint volume two? Two is amazing. Volume two. Is that hard knock life? No, no, no. Blueprint volume Blueprint two. Blueprint volume two. What's the main song on there? It's cute. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. just like, it's, it's, re, it's just, it's just, it's just yeah. retarded. It's just yeah. like, it's just like, is Justify My Thug on there? No, that's on the black album. That's on the black. I'm tripping, yeah. Okay. But um, they had hella shit on I gotta check that one out. Yeah, I know who huge Jigga fan. I'm still yeah, kinda... yeah. Jay, uh, we just had that You're debate. Not a huge Jigga fan. Oh. We just also had that debate because, like, you know, if a nigga say like he a Nas thing and then he say Illmatic is his favorite album, and I just be like, I really want to know why. Like, if you nigga from New York, I understand. But at the time, me, I had a problem with beats. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Nas had a couple, and my favorite ones from him was like, you know, the ones that were samples, but. It was hip hop. It was it was it was what would you say what Illmatic was to me? It was it was it was gangster house music. And that's what that was. 
I like it. I like it was written. It was written as ride music. That's Esco though. That's See, a different nigga. That's, that's that's the third nigga. Is me you. It was written. That's that, <laughs> yeah. that's that's Esco though. Yeah, that's okay. All right. just like Machiavelli is different than Tupac. Yes. Yeah. Machiavelli is all eyes on me to Machiavelli. Everything prior to that is Tupac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's the difference when niggas going to their monikers. Yeah. It's the difference between Shock G and Humpy Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. So, um, like I say, man, I wish you much success, brother. I'm glad you came. Hope you come back to see us, man. We love it. We and, and you know we actually working on creating. We usually have big green screen up. We ain't got it up, but we working on different kind of content. You know, we working on a. This is like when we kind of like going through the life, but then eventually we want you to have when you just got one single coming out that you believe in that you want to come. Bam, bam, bam. It's just more content going up, so we can compete with these other platforms because they do have other things. Eventually, we're gonna have a sports show. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, we're going to have just a politics going on. You know, my thing is to create a nigga complex. Mark Echo did something great with complex. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, you know, just like guys, he did something great with Empire, but I feel like it needs to be more us in the market. You know what I'm saying? So if we continue to put like-minded people together, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Gator Boots, man. You know what I'm saying? That man always putting it together. You know what I'm saying? And I see he breathe, he sleep this shit just like me. You know what I mean? So... Any motherfucker that dedicated deserve it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's going to come just like all of us in this room. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody somewhere getting a check to do something, and we sitting right here doing this shit because we love it. You know what I'm saying? Which is going to amount to something in the future and leave a legacy for the little ones. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I appreciate y'all, man. This is is another um, episode of No Vultures, man, and we've been moving, man. We're going to have three dropping next week, man. So, man, you got anything, please? Uh, I ain't got nothing to say, but I just appreciate Y'all coming through. It's ringing. <laughs> hey, because the nigga pulled me over in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, uh. you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? I appreciate you coming through. You know, and uh, Gator Boots, man. Yeah, yeah, that hey. nigga, the MVP. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, man, Gator yeah. Boots, man, he, I can't even um, explain how much he, you know, he is to, you know what I mean? Because it's like every time I talk to my brother, man, Gator Boots pushing, man. Speaking of pushing, that's the only thing I know that can run a fast break, nigga, sideways. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And 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 you know, I um, you know, and that's the culture, man. So that's what we talking about. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to live up. That's what that's what presidents and vice presidents and CEOs Absolutely, and CFOs man. is made of. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas, they got that work ethic. That's that Diddy catching the train from motherfucking Howard back to New York to go work at Uptown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you and you ain't never too, you don't never supposed to lose that ambition till your shit break. You know what I'm saying? When your shit break, you know. And it's time to employ other motherfuckers with your ideas, you know? So, yeah, man, I'm inspired. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and man, this was another great episode of No Vultures Clear. You want to leave your... Uh... Yeah, man, I'm H-A-G underscore universe on Instagram. Uh, Clee Waters on Facebook. And I'm Clee in the streets, but shit, everybody in the world know I ain't in the streets no more. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to leave your shit? Yeah, my name is Lawrence the One on Instagram, also known as LDs. And I got one last thing to say. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> nigga, you on the you on the next big show in Oakland. I don't give a fuck, nigga. They got you and Hannibal going head to head, nigga. For real.
Yeah, I'm starting a battle, nigga. Hannibal, what's up, man? He coming through too, man. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah, but um, um, you gotta do a show, bro. Like a whole set, nigga. You need thirty minutes, nigga. What For that? real, yeah. What at least what? give us fifteen with the comedy, man. You okay. got to, man. You, I got to. We I'll need it, man. Yeah, we we need it. Yeah. And track, what can we find you at on, on social media? Yeah, it's uh, Trackademics, T R A C K A D E M I C K S. Oh, all across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gator Boots, what about you? Gator Boots underscore Carter Block. Gator Boots underscore Carter Block, man. It's spelled G A A. G with a G eight. Yeah. 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 The number eight. Yeah. G O O T Z. Yes. And I am Lord Rad. We are on everything. We are no vultures. It's been another great episode, man. Um, Tune in next week, man. We're going to have all three episodes up that we just had going on, man. This shit rolling, man. We ain't going to stop, man. One. Peace. Peace.